0: Too fast to take that test. ch 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 Turn and face the strange. Ch-ch-ch-changes. changes do wanna be a richer man. ch 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 Turn and face the strange. Ch-ch-ch-changes. It's gonna have to be a different man. There is a different man, baby. We just don't know his name yet. Welcome well, we do? To, uh, Happy holidays, y'all. It's What's, been a hot fucking minute. It's been a it's been a long grip. The season's been over. We've been on a fucking holiday ba- break, but Happy Holidays is back, baby. And changes are happening. Y'all already know Marvin's out, baby. Most of the coaching staff's actually out. Yeah, dude. They fucking uh, fired Frank Pollock this week too. Yeah, that's the, like the only guy I wanted to keep. The only person that's still around is what Simmons. Yeah, he'll stay. Got it. He'll be capped around. The, the new coach will want him around. He's never been bad at special teams. Uh, he's actually like one of the consultants for the league in like special teams rules. He's like one of the head uh, consultants for like changing rules on special teams plays. So I think he's going to, he, they're going to retain him. A bunch of people didn't get
1: re signed. Hugh's out. Marvin's out. We're in the midst of, I don't want to call it rebuilding. We're in the midst of restructuring.
0: Yeah. Re, we're li- rebuilding would
1: mean you got rid of all your talent. Right. That's just not
0: true. But we got rid of all of our coaches. So we're rebuilding the coaching staff, but the talent is all here. and the it's Upper management would call it restructuring. Restruct, yeah, for sure. I mean, we still got all the talent, so we get a good coach in here. We're ready to fuck, baby. And y'all motherfuckers that listen to this already
1: know Zach Taylor is the motherfucker we're after.
0: Oh, yeah, absolutely. And it, it's just a matter of time until... The Rams either lose this week or in the Super Bowl You, so. know, what's,
1: you know what's wild about that though? Is someone ta- I read a bunch of articles like the day after the Zach Taylor thing happened about like the Bengals like may have fucked up the Zach Taylor thing by like announcing it or whatever, it's breaking some kind of rules. And I was like, What the fuck does that mean? And then they said, Well, it's because you can't say you're hiring a coach who's still in season. Yeah. But literally
0: on Saturday, the day after that, ESPN was announcing it. So I'm like, what rules is there? Yeah, I don't think there is any rules. I don't think they can make an offer while he's in season, but they, they can, can
1: openly say like we're interested.
0: Yeah, they can openly say this is the guy we want to sign when their season's over. There's like no rule against that. I mean, and and who are they to say the guy he's going to be like Oh well since they did that, I'm not gonna leave my QB coach job for a fucking head coach job. Uh, that would be moronic. He's he he's he's going to try to get paid, baby. Oh yeah. He and he's wanted to be a head coach forever, so he's gonna fucking take the job. Basically, it sounds like uh Mike
1: Brown's actually kinda handed over the reins and just been like, Y'all said you wanted this. So oh, yeah, here totally. we
0: go. I mean I've I've heard that like Mike Brown basically just let or like Duke Tobin's basically our GM. Yep, he, they don't give him that title, but he is. He's drafted like er, him and Marvin together drafted everyone in the past like ten years. So they, I guess, Mike Brown's just given over the reins to Duke and uh, his daughter Katie and Katie's well, husband. Like, reali-
1: realistically, for Mike Brown, it's a win-win scenario because if the Bengals suck dick in the whole changes, just make us even worse. He's going to look like a genius for keeping Marvin for that long. Right. Or if we fucking slay it, he's going to seem like a fucking genius for being like, yep, let's just do it. Let's just get the young guy. It's a yeah, win-win. Either
0: way. And, like, he totally, like, shouldn't be make calling the shots anymore. Like, if you're that old, just, like, be the money man and let, your, let, let Duke and Katie do all the fucking hard work.
1: Let, let's be real. We can say it till we're blue in the face. Mike Brown's here to make money. Okay. It's his only fucking job. So when it comes to making decisions about like talent wise and all that, he's going to now, he's going to leave that up to people that actually pay attention.
0: Right. And he's here to
1: cash checks,
0: bro. And that's the statement that was made when people didn't show up to games. It's money out of his pocket. He's not some like rich ass mogul, like fucking. Most Daniel. other yeah like most other owners in the league are he doesn't have any other form of revenue besides the team so like why i I never understood why he retained Marvin so long because it affected his sales so much so I think he's finally making moves because he actually wants to win
1: yeah i think i I definitely think he he realized like all right it's the moment it's, it's time uh y'all said you want this because basically it sounds like he's putting it on the fans like you guys said you wanted this so we're gonna try
0: it your way yeah, and as as we should because that's what it fucking took when we fired Dick LeBeau and got Marvin Dick LeBeau because I think this coach will be only the second coach hired out second or third coach hired outside of the organization ever and Marvin was one of the other ones. And I'm going to go out on the limb and say the Marvin hire was a very successful hire.
1: Yeah, I mean, he he finished with a winning record. I mean, granted, he didn't win any playoff games, but he still had a regular season winning record. I mean, like
0: as much as I wanted Marvin gone, I also hated seeing all the people that are like, "Eat shit, die, Marvin." Yeah, Fuck that's, you. that's silly. That's silly, dude. Like, were you not around in the fucking nineties and early two thousands when we were when we would maybe win five games a year?
1: Well, not for me. It's not even. It's it's not even that. Um like that plays a big factor in it. He just
0: like changed the whole culture of yeah, the of it, the franchise. It's
1: just like there's no With someone that lasts that long and has a winning record, you there's no reason to be that short-sighted of like, "Oh yeah, fuck Marvin." Yeah. It's like, "Bro, no, like, it's like, chill it's,
0: out, dog." It's
1: like, "Thank It was his time to leave. Thank you for what you've done."
0: Yeah, yeah, it was like, "Thank you for uh changing the culture and making us a actual winning franchise that expects to win instead of expect. Everyone says, we just expect mediocrity. We don't. We want winning teams. We expect the talent on this team to play well. And he just didn't get them to perform this last last slew of three years. And, I mean, his time was probably up before that. Well, but it's not his fault for fucking sticking with a job because that's his fucking job. Yeah, that's his gets, passion. He's trying like, to get paid, baby. Um, everybody's trying to get paid. The, uh, I'm trying to get paid and get laid.
1: Andy, uh, Andy, If Andy Dalton doesn't fuck his thumb up in 2015, that team wins a playoff game, you know, and his history kind of gets rewritten.
0: In all honesty, that team could have went to the Super Bowl too because the Broncos weren't even that strong until, like, the AFC championship game. And
1: then they got fucking smashed by the Seahawks. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. No, they got no, smashed they by the won Panthers. the Super Bowl that year. Oh, yeah. You're right. They did. I'm thinking of 2013. My bad, y'all. 2015, they uh, did win the Super Bowl. That game sucked dick anyway. Their offense was terrible.
0: Yeah. They just had a good defense. Yeah, that was the year fucking Osweiler played most <laughs> it, of the year. It's fucking Peyton, they benched man, Manning. Yeah, and then Peyton came back and everyone sucked his dick. Yeah, Peyton threw
1: like 140
0: yards in the Super Bowl. <laughs> fuck him. Yeah, fuck that guy. Yeah. I fucking mean, mouth breather. I
1: mean, th- Marvin, good dude, finished with a winning record. If he would have won a playoff game, his history would have been a lot different.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, I think his uh, year should have his his tenure should have been over in like 2010 after we went four and twelve with that TO team. You know, Woo, where we baby. had a, that team, sucked. where we had like the law firm and TO and shit. Where we should have been pretty solid. Yeah, that have fell apart. It should have been over after that. I think the fifteen, the 2015 year, just totally made Mike Brown see like what it could be with Marvin and then it wasn't after that. And he was still trying to hold on to like the belief that that could happen again, but it's not, it's not the same. It's a, uh, it's a, it's a younger squad now. And now's the time to fucking It's make the move and get a younger guy. in with these, with these uh younger athletic players,
1: it's interesting because people don't really, people don't really value coaching as much as they should belichick if he has that bengal squad from 2015 they win that super bowl they win it easily too i mean because fuck we they went 12 and 4 um would have been, would have won that divisional round or would have won that wild card game i mean it's it's I, it's not rocket science y'all the coaching is a big factor with a young team
0: well i heard on a bengal's podcast once they had like um i think it was a, a guy from a Steelers podcast and he was like that team was that fucking good. He was like, that was one of the best AFC North football teams we've seen in a long time. And it just got, like, miscued by Andy being hurt and by the penalties that ensued in that game. Your
1: two two penalties and an Andy injury away from winning a football game and then playing a pretty easy schedule to the AFC championship.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Because uh, if if McCarron didn't have to start at Denver that third to last game, I think, uh, that was a Sunday night or Monday night game, which we came back and almost won with McCarron. If we nope. had Andy that game, we might have won and you got get the bye, baby, and thirteen got, and three. Yeah, we might have got that uh, first round bye and not had to play the Steelers. The um, and statistics wise, people with teams with the th- first round bye usually make it to the AFC Championship.
1: New England Patriots style, baby. Yeah, don't play in the wild card and you're good. Yeah, totally. Uh, There's some teams that work for though, man. Because like, not to get off topic, but like the Giants won both their Super Bowls as wild card teams. Yeah, true. The, the Ravens won their Super Bowl as a wild card team. Well,
0: oh, it's totally possible. Yeah.
1: You just stay hot.
0: You know, in the in the did the Steelers win one of theirs as a wild card? No, they probably won the division that year, and we were wild card.
1: Yeah, because the year they beat Arizona, they were li- I think they were the number one seed in the AFC. Then the year they beat the Seahawks, they were they won a the division as well. They may have played in the wild card round, but they won the division.
0: Right. So, um about Zach Taylor, like I, I really like the hire. I'm I'm super interested to see who's gonna The alleged the alleged hire. The alleged Sorry, hire. we're not trying to break any rules here. Right. I know there's a lot of fucking negative Cincinnati people that are like well, he was Tommy Tuberville's OC at when he, when for the Bearcats, and they sucked. And I'm like, it okay, doesn't matter. That's a college team with the not the level right. of talent we have. Well, yeah, totally. He's not coaching the same level of talent. I saw some statistic though for despite the record. UC's like offensive efficiency rating was one of the highest amongst any college team under him as OC so like he he made a, a little bit of something out of a shitty team at he, least
1: he's the passing game coordinator for a top four offense right now yeah and I
0: mean, I, like, what do, what what else do you want and I've been told he's He's him and McVay are like the reason Jared Goff is Jared Goff.
1: Absolutely. When Jared Goff was a J with Jeff Fisher, he fucking sucked. He was bad.
0: Yeah. In these past two years, Jared Goff's looked like a top five quarterback almost every game. He's only had like two bad games. And other than that, he's as a fucking rocket on the kid.
1: Yep. It's uh,
0: and let's be honest, as Bengals supporters, I'm willing to
1: try literally anything. I don't give a fuck at this point. Like, right. It, you're getting an offensive mind in there. The regime's changing whether it was Bynemi, Taylor, whoever the fuck it was going to be. It's worth a shot to just get somebody.
0: Yeah, totally. I mean, what do you got to lose? You give him 2 years. If it doesn't work out in 2 years, let him go. I don't like the Cardinals thing of like firing a guy after 1 year. No, that's That's like, that's especially too Especially
1: when you have when your starting quarterback for the year is Sam Bradford and then right. all you have is Josh Rosen and no weapons
0: offensively. You got to give him 2 years to to feel out the system. The second year if it doesn't work, so be it. Fuck it. Yeah, whatever. Uh, I'm I'm kind of interested to see who. Honestly, I'm down who, with a three year plan. Yeah, same.
1: Because you you have to be able give to, them you have a to be four. Able to, you have to be able to draft people and try. Like honestly, in football, like for some teams, it doesn't work. Like for the Patriots and the Steelers, they they expect winning seasons every year. If the Bengals had like a five year plan, and you can play and you can be at least competitive,
0: fuck it. What what's there to lose? Yeah, I agree. And uh. And there's obvious holes that we have in this team that should and I I presume will be addressed pretty early at linebacker, linebacker, offensive sure. line, uh, tight end. Maybe we have three tight ends up for uh, free agency this year. All three of our starters. One's
1: an injury. Yeah. He a gigantic injury concern. One's also an injury concern. And then uh, there's just no there's seems to be no faith in Uzama.
0: So what do you think? Taylor will do as head coach. Well, do you think he's going to bring in the young guys like his brother who's the quarterbacks coach for Nick Foles and Carson Wentz or is he as a OC or is he going to have to do the McVay style of getting some older guys on his team like McVay did with uh Wade. with Wade Phillips? Is do, do you um, see him doing that or do you see him just bringing in the whole young crew and I- saying young guy crew we're we're changing this,
1: I think he's gonna bring in his boys, yeah, because honestly, there's not many people that are around veteran defensive coaches that are gonna be willing to sign uh-huh. um, I think he's gonna bring in his crew, which is fine in my book i mean we we can't get worse than what we were on defense, absolutely, you know, I mean it's we, crazy. We, we finished bottom three, so
0: I mean which even though we're Bottom three, it's better than last. I mean, at least Marvin made that defense step up a little.
1: You got to take that with a grain of salt. There was a five-game stretch that was fucking horrendous. Yeah. But we also finished as the second-top scoring defense, like in regards to takeaways and defensive touchdowns. We were were second to the Bears.
0: We had two in that Miami game. That was wild. So I think he brings in the whole crew,
1: which I don't have a problem with. I mean, if there's like a veteran coach out there that wants to, go ahead. But everyone I see has already gotten picked up. Right. Like I don't know unless you just bring someone out of the woodwork. But I don't mind if he brings his brother in because you want you want unity and you want camaraderie amongst the coaching staff. That's right. why the Browns fell apart with Hugh, Greg Williams, and fucking Todd Haley. They're all fucking three retards and they're psychos.
0: Right. And they're, they couldn't get along. They're all like sociopaths, they're really into themselves and they all wanted to do it their ways. Whereas and it just it, it was just like Clash of the Titans in the fucking Where's coach room.
1: Zach Taylor and I'm sure his brother Press have a very similar mindset of how things need to work, and that's what you need is efficiency.
0: Right. I was talking to my dad on the phone tonight, and I was like, I'm kind of salty that the Rams are still in the playoffs because we could get this whole coaching tree going faster. Like, I would love to have Greg Williams as our DC. He already because, got linked up. Yeah, I know. I I knew he was going to instantly. Who's he I, on the Jets. Yeah, I think the Jets nabbed him. Like everyone, w- I'm I'm honestly surprised Cleveland didn't retain him as head coach instead of Kitchens. Like
1: I'm surprised Greg Williams is still a coach in the league. He's a motherfucker that had the the shit where he was paying people to fucking hurt people, wasn't he? That was him. He the was, yeah, he was the Saints coordinator for that. Oh, I don't know. It yeah, could be he he was that motherfucker pro- that was paying people to hurt people, and he got suspended for like two years.
0: Damn, that shit's hard. Bring that here, dude. Von Tess will be on board. Shit, Ted needs to get cut, baby. He's getting cut. No new coaches dealing with his bullshit. You know what I'm saying?
1: <laughs> I'd be like, sorry,
0: dude. <laughs> I got no loyalty to you. Yeah. See you later. That, that was uh, Marvin's loyalty, you know? Well, Uh, to be fair, Tez was the best linebacker in the league for a two- or three-year span. Oh, yeah, absolutely. He was the most physical, one of the fastest. He was a specimen, but he just fell off. I mean, fuck it. If someone picks him up, good for him. I love him for what he did for us, but his time's over. I I think that— Can't retain him anymore. We'll
1: we'll do a draft episode when it gets a little closer to the draft, maybe a month or so out. You know, we'll do like a full breakdown. Because yeah. right now it's too early to know what's going to go on. We'll
0: do it before and after.
1: Uh, I do want to get into a couple things here of interesting quarterback scenarios uh, yeah. that we've been talking about before. You know, there the the Bengals fan base seems to be split. When I read these of like, there are people that are willing to trade Andy for whatever we're able to get for him. And there's people that say no, not fucking happening.
0: Right. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm pretty much one of those people that say no. It's not happening unless the deal is something you can't pass up. Like if someone like Oakland offers a first round for them when they have earlier picks and a lot of picks in the first round, I'm M3 like three currently. Yeah. I'm like, um, yeah. We we might want to take that because we really have to address offensive line and a linebacker very early. My only but, problem
1: with Oakland, though, is they got to dump Carr. Carr's do. got a big-ass contract.
0: They do. They they would have to dump him off to, like, Tampa or yeah, the Giants you, or something. It,
1: I'll tell you this. If, if Carr gets moved, genuinely be on the lookout for Andy Dalton ending up in Oakland. If Carr doesn't get moved, I don't see it happening.
0: The part that would make me nervous about that is – if we can land someone, if we can land the person that we want to draft or if we can land like a free agent like Tannehill or something. Well, yeah, a lot of but, people
1: are saying you need to get a transitional guy who's like able to stay competitive, but he's you can get him on a cheap deal and then you try to draft someone that you can build
0: up. Yeah. So if what if we do make that trade and we can't snag a free agent like Tannehill or Flacco or something, well, then like you got that. Driscoll he can't
1: start. Well, that's what I'm saying. Well, that's that's what you'd be. But the uh, you would be able to land somebody.
0: I mean, we would have to cuz we have a guy that is a quarterbacks coach coming in. So he and, he wants a good quarterback. As, that's why I don't really see that kind of deal happening. I think he would I think he would rather draft someone to groom under Andy I know than we're, bring another guy into the system. I know we're playing
1: late. fucking fantasy GM here. But it wouldn't be the worst case scenario if we got a good if we got a first round pick for Andy and Flacco signed for the Bengals. No, not at all. It wouldn't
0: be the worst scenario. I mean, honestly, Andy and Flacco are pretty comparable. Flacco's just older. You know what's wild about that shit is, uh, fucking when when the Ravens lost
1: against the Chargers in the playoffs, uh, Lamar was sitting on the sideline after the fumble or whatever, and like. Joe Flacco was like half ass consoling him, but he was also like laughing. <laughs> he was like, he's like, whatever. He's like, y'all motherfuckers, he can't wait to get out of there, bro. He's like, he's like, you
0: look like a dumbass retard. I'm
1: handsome as hell. He, he legitimately just got like, they literally panned to it and like Lamar had his head down and Joe just kind of like patted him on the back, but also he was like laughing at the same time. I was like, oh, he doesn't give two fucks about this. He's ready to dip. I mean, yeah.
0: I'm all on board with keeping Andy. Yeah, I don't I, have a problem with keeping Andy either. I'm just curious if. If I have you, zero you, problems
1: with if him. If you if you start seeing quarterbacks get moved, that's when I'd be like, hmm, yeah. maybe this is gonna happen. But if nobody really
0: moves anywhere,
1: it's not gonna happen.
0: And I and you know I've seen people like say, well, like at our spot, Kyler Murray should be available. But I, in in our division, that kind of quarterback is not our guy. Well. Haskins would be way more of our our type of our divisional type of quarterback.
1: Haskins getting taken by Cardinals or Giants, though. Yeah,
0: totally. The, probably uh, not. I, probably, yeah, well, you think the Cardinals would draft a quarterback two years in a row? The
1: Cardinals have already stated they'd be willing to trade Josh Rosen oh, if, wow. if Dwayne Haskins declares. And if I'm Josh Rosen, I'm like, please. Please, God, send please me anywhere me besides anyone. here.
0: Yeah, dude, send him to Denver or something. Yeah, it's,
1: it's like... That they they are. I mean, they didn't openly come out and say that's what we're gonna do. But if Dwayne Haskins is av- is available and declares for the draft, the Cardinals are gonna take a strong look at him.
0: Well, do do they pick if, before the Giants?
1: Yeah, they're number one. Cardinals are the first pick. Oh, the Giants yeah. are like the
0: fourth pick. Uh, I heard they're I heard Joey Bosa is pretty much the lock for that number. You one. mean Nick, his yeah, brother, Nick, Nick Bosa? Yeah,
1: I could see that. But at the same time, is that what the Giants? Is, oh, I know the Cardinals. Is that what the Cardinals need? To be fair, though, the Cardinals have like, – Can anyone they draft is going to be good for whatever they need because name real talent they have on their team. David Johnson. Okay, so eliminate running back. Fitz might not come back either. You need to move on from Larry Fitzgerald, yeah. bro. Like he's might as well be 90 years old. You got Patrick Peterson in the secondary, and that's it. That's all. They have a decent have defense, but if you want to look at star power and talent, they could draft anybody, and it would improve whatever position
0: it is. Yeah, definitely. That's a spot they're in right now. And that we're not, dude, Kyler
1: Murray's probably not going to come to us, and even if he did, I think he has arm talent. He, he has a lot of arm talent, but, like, how far will that take you? Because you need to know. You need to have the
0: smarts for it. Yeah, you need to know the offense. If um, anything, we his d- legs aren't just gonna. Help. I'd,
1: la- I'd like to get someone who's a little more traditional, like Daniel Jones or like Drew Locke or somebody.
0: Right, and but I think our, our pick at eleven is a little too early for for either one of those. No, guys.
1: yeah, if those dudes are in the second or third round, we we, we sh- should take a snap at them. But I don't
0: I don't think Jones will slide that far. Locke probably could though. Because a lot, a lot of people don't
1: follow Missouri football because who the fuck does?
0: Yeah. And or he, Duke
1: football. He had a wild-ass season.
0: Yeah. He had a very good season. So did Daniel Jones. But no one really follows those two schools no, in football. They're not football. the biggest
1: football schools. Obviously right. not
0: Duke. But Well, uh, didn't Blaine Gabbard play at Missouri, too? Yeah, but he sucks, bro. He sucks He's ass. He's fucking
1: terrible. Um, And then... uh. So lo- looking at that pick, I mean, it's it's going to be a shit show. There's going to be a lot of quarterbacks taken before us. I, I can tell you that. I think so. Because everyone in front of us can use a quarterback. Did that
0: Did that Herbert dude not declare? Is he coming back to Oregon? Don't. Yeah,
1: he's going. He's, he's going to Oregon. He's staying in Oregon. Oh, wow. I guess is the correct terminology. And then so, uh, so your boy Jalen Hurts transferred to Oklahoma. To Oklahoma. Yeah.
0: Oh wow, good for him, dude. He that'll try to be a sit good behind
1: Ty, bro, or
0: that, Tua. That'll be a good spot for him. So this, so if we're saying like this year, we just hold on to Andy. Absolutely, he has two years left. The next year's class is really good in quarterbacks, which they may go really early, but it'll have what Trevor Lawrence, Tua, um, stay away from him, Her, Herbert. Yeah, stay away from Tua at all costs.
1: I like that fucking kid from Clemson, though. He's a big motherfucker. He just needs to get bigger. Yeah, he's like go- he, need, he needs to get stronger. He's gonna get smoked in the. He's uh, in he's
0: the gonna he's gonna go number one overall though because he has the he has the build to get bigger.
1: Andy whooped Alabama, bro. Yeah, dude, it was personally, embarrassing. Who- personally, whooped them. Yeah. Um, here's here's I'm gonna name off all the teams before us. Cardinals need a quarterback. Yep. Niners
0: don't need one. Jets they drive, they they think Darnold's good. But I no, I think Darnold's their guy though they, they would never draft a QB. And Darnold I'm, finished really strong, so No, I'm
1: just saying like uh um uh, I wouldn't put it past him to do something dumb. Because they I think the dude out of that class, Josh Allen and Baker were the two that I liked that I ended up being the best. Yeah. Rosen didn't get a lot of opportunity and Darnold wasn't that good. Raiders, John Gruden is willing to draft anybody.
0: John Gruden's wild card.
1: Would Buc- not put anybody past him. Buccaneers Arians is probably staying with Jameis.
2: Yeah, I heard any, he loves Jameis. Anything
1: could happen. Here's the here's the next one. Giants, Jaguars, and Lions. All when, when do you move on from Matthew Stafford? Ten years, never won a playoff game.
0: Yeah, that's bad. He he doesn't get that hate Andy Dalton gets either. Well,
1: because he puts up a million yards every year. He's
0: only been to one playoff, playoff uh, yep. appearance. Ten yeah. years, Andy's, never won. And he's been
1: to five. And he's never won a divisional title either. Yeah, true. In ten years. That was only a wild card. Bills, they won't draft anybody. Broncos, they're looking for a guy. Broncos, I guarantee you take a quarterback at ten before us. Yeah. And then you got us, Packers, Dolphins, Falcons, and then so on and so forth. Dolphins good. Oh, they'll be looking. Dolphins might get married. If the Dolphins don't pick someone up or trade for someone, they'll be looking for somebody.
0: I could see the Dolphins getting Flacco, though. Good. I'm
1: it's not a bad idea, but they need to address their off their offensive talent the Dolphins defense
0: was actually pretty good yeah they were I mean they were a playoff contender for a very long time they could have made it um uh yeah I don't think anyone I I think it's uh 90 percent impossible that there will be a quarterback there that we want at our pick because there's only three
1: we need it. We're, uh, I think we're getting that cat from LSU if he Absolutely. falls there.
0: That's what I want. I would rather have that than a quarterback any day. Is it Be- Devin something? Devin White? Yeah, yeah. He he looks very good. I've seen some mocks where we get offensive linemen, but line- either either one linebacker is the is the biggest need. It's it's harder to make a big splash to pick up a linebacker than it is a offensive lineman. There's I'm curious to
1: see what linebacker free agency looks like. That's what I'm currently looking at.
0: Yeah, me too. What's a quarterback free agency look like? So I'm thinking it's Tannehill. Flacco's gonna get cut. Flacco's going somewhere. Um, Tannehill's going somewhere. Blake Bortles. Uh,
1: no one wants Blake though. He'll uh, get picked up as a backup, yeah. but he's not gonna starve for anybody.
0: Is uh, Bridgewater's contract up after this year with the Saints? He's no probably on Teddy. A t- yeah, Teddy was Vikings on a one year, yet. but I think
1: that he's. I think he said he's willing to resign. Oh wow. Well. Uh, let's see here. Uh, it's hard to tell with this one. Hold on a second. Twenty eighteen. No, that's not what we want. We want this one, motherfucker. That w- this is this year. Free agent tracker. Oh, what about Nick Foles, dude? Foles, the Eagles got to make a decision. You can't have both. It doesn't. It doesn't make sense to have both of them.
0: If 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 the Eagles let Nick Foles walk, and make him probably the biggest free agent since Reggie White. The probably the only Super Bowl MVP to ever let walk and be a be a free agent. They, they what, got, a, what, tuff, they got what, a tough decision to make. What do you pay for him? If we can if we can slide out Andy Dalton's contract to someone and get a first round, do we even take a look at someone like Foles, or is that just too much cap hit?
1: I think it's too much. I don't think I don't think anyone I don't think the coaching staff's gonna be down to swing that much money on someone right away.
0: Because if Foles goes somewhere where he where he's just taken the biggest contract possible and doesn't have the weapons, I think he's gonna be a failure. But if he came somewhere like here, I think he'd be fucking awesome.
1: Yeah, I I'm not I'm not mad at Foles. Um you know here's an interesting one. Um I'm looking at the linebackers currently that are up for free agents Avery Williamson's the number is the biggest one. He's the inside linebacker that played for the Jets. That was a top five player. <laughs> Preston Brown and Vinny Ray are r- unrestricted free agents. Bye bye. They can walk for all I care. Yeah. Manti Te'o is. <laughs> we really okay. He's I would di- take him. He's a division rival and he's unrestricted, bro. C.J. Mosley from the Ravens. Be the a Bengals big should pickup. take a,
0: should take a look at C.J. Mosley. He's the one that fucking pickup. got
1: them in the playoffs with that interception.
0: Even Manti Te'o would be an upstep from uh, from Vinnie Ray and yeah. uh, and Preston Brown. And then other than that, dude, Quan
1: Alexander, that cat from the Buccaneers, That's pretty good. And Jordan Hicks Root. from
0: Philly. I, Jordan Hicks is a Cincinnati boy too. He went to um, what's that fucking school way up north, like past Sharonville. West Princeton. Um, no. Oh, Lakota West. Lakota West. Yeah, yeah. that's where he went, in the before he went to Texas. So he's a Cincinnati boy. I mean, they obviously love to pick up Cincinnati boys and Cincinnati guys like playing for their hometown teams. So. Right,
1: I'm, I'm sorry. There's a lot more people available to linebacker. I was just on inside linebacker.
0: Oh, that's good though. Um, that's K- good
1: news. KJ Wright from the Seahawks. Wow, he's unrestricted. So is Thomas Davis from
0: Carolina. Got to make a big move on one of these guys because if you're cutting, dude Jadavian Clowney, T. Suggs, those guys uh, are going to resign. those Sug, Suggs, Suggs is, will
1: resign. I don't know if Clowney will. Suggs is going to stay in Baltimore until um, he's dead. Shaq Barrett from the Broncos, uh, w- bro. D. Ford is
0: a uh, unrestricted free this agent. Year? Wow, mm-hmm. yep. dude. He The way he played last week was insane. He elevated that whole defense. Him and Justin Houston are like the guys on that defense. They're the only two pieces that make them like structured in Kansas City.
1: Uh, Yeah, I mean, we we need to look at the, the Baltimore linebackers that are up. Zadarius Smith is good. CJ Mosey is good. Quan Alexander, like we said. um, Shaq Barrett from Denver. All these guys are upgrades from what we've had.
0: I think a lot of these guys are going to re-sign, though. But
1: I, I don't know about Shaq Barrett. Yeah. I doubt he will. I don't think K.J. Wright will resign for Seattle either because K.J. Wright uh, and who's that motherfucker? Earl Thomas are really yeah. good friends, and Earl, uh, Earl Thomas feels like he got fucked over by the Seahawks, so I think K.J. Wright will walk.
0: Wasn't he demanding a trade earlier this year, too? Yeah, and
1: then he broke his leg. Oh, shit. Um,
0: you know, oh, and he flipped off the crowd, right? Bro,
1: yeah, absolutely. That dude, dude fucks. That's tight. Clay Matthews is available. Yeah, he's
0: he's getting up there in age, though, As Oh, he? he's
1: not worth a big contract, but to come in and play 15, 20 snaps as an edge rusher?
0: Like A.J. Hawk did for us? That worked out really fucking well.
1: A.J. Hawk, baby. <laughs> A.J. Hawk sucked.
0: Um, So, like, with all these, this is such a better linebacker free agency class than last year. Like, Preston Brown was considered a huge get for us, for any team to get, because there wasn't a big linebacker uh, field out there. Absolutely. Uh, if we if we can pick up one of those guys and get that Devin White dude at middle linebacker, keep vigil, wipe the slate clean of all the linebackers we currently have, we're back in shape. And then we have room to... I mean, we could even retain fucking Jordan Evans or keep Malik, like so, young guys for so backups. I,
1: I actually think we would have to trade for Tannehill. Ten not a r- r- free agent from what I'm seeing in oh, 2019 no um honestly the dude the quarterback class or the quarterback free agency sucks dick right now um Tyrod's going to be out there uh Bridgewater'll be out there Fitzy will be out there
0: Interesting if Fitzy coming back and Fitzy. hanging back would be hilarious I do love Fitz magic
1: uh, RG3 is going to be out there um yeah there's no one there's no one this uh, isn't this isn't that good.
0: I have a feeling RG3 is going to stay in Baltimore because they would love to Why just not? have a clone of Lamar Jackson as his backup so they don't have to change any offensive scheme in case Lamar gets hurt. Absolutely. Yo, your boy Larry Fitz is unrestricted free agent, bro. I know. He's either going to sign one more year and retire or just retire.
1: Shit. I'm looking at receivers, and I know we've got a decent receiving core, but
0: there's some people out here, bro. I mean, we, there's some boys out here. If we can get someone on the low, like John Ross isn't super. I'm not mad at John Ross, but he's not super reliable as a third, maybe a fourth. I know everyone's down on him. Unless he's developed. Chris Hogan. I'd take him.
1: He is unrestricted. Uh, John Brown from Baltimore is actually
0: that too, and so is Golden Tate. Or to be honest, I mean, I want to get Ross better, and I think I think Taylor could make John Ross way better as a as a pass game instructor. Uh,
1: fuck it, let's ruin his life and get Josh Gordon. <laughs> he, he's gonna be a free agent.
0: He's never playing in the league again, dude. Nah, he, he fucked up. He's probably gonna kill himself. Bro, Geronimo honestly. Allison, that's my boy. Oh, dude, he's tight. I fuck with Geronimo, dude. So, would you, if you could get it on the low, do you pick up one of these guys as a third receiver? And try to still develop Ross. Under Absolutely. If, or if if
1: you could get John Brown or Chris Hogan or like an Adam Humphreys or Tyrell Williams, that guy from the Chargers that would catch long touchdown passes Bro, any of those guys is valuable to our system. Right.
0: Any one of them. If we could do that, I'm totally cool with cutting Cody Core and Auden Tate and Josh Malone. Dude,
1: you could. I know it's not likely, but Larry Fitz isn't going to be on a big deal either. You know what I'm saying? Neither is Randall Cobb or Moncrief. Any of those dudes will be decent possession receivers. But John Brown and Baltimore was good when Flacco was playing. He's not good with Lamar, and that's why I think he's not going to re-sign.
0: Well, we, we just need another guy to play on the outside because it's obvious Boyd is way better in the slot. Boyd could be a Pro Bowl slot wideout. He's going to be. And if, he, if AJ can stay healthy all year and teams have to account for AJ and Boyd can run through the field, and, it's going to be a problem. And you can cycle in whatever guy we pick up with John Ross to uh, give John Ross a little competition, a little healthy competition never hurt anybody.
1: We're, we're obviously free-balling a little bit because I've got shit on all the linebackers now. I'm sorry of all the free agents, but you know who's an interesting free agent at running back that I think we should look at since we'll probably lose Gio? TJ Yeldon.
0: Yeah, is Gio up? Let's see here. Because I've talked to people that are like, Gio's going to re-sign. Gio is the guy that... Geo is the model player for this organization.
1: It they they don't have him on here, so I don't even know if he is a free agent,
0: but he he may have one more left in him. So we'll uh we'll see. Uh, uh
1: Mark Ingram's going to be available. He's going to resign with New Orleans though. Oh, we yeah, just we absolutely. just need someone to take some heat off of uh Joe. There's a couple of people available.
0: Well, they 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 honestly didn't even give Geo that many snaps except for when Joe was hurt. Yep. So, I mean, I just feel like we, we, should, we should
1: get a pass catcher. We don't, yeah. we don't need a bruiser or a goal line back. It's Joe's job. We just need a pass
0: catcher. Well, Gio is that if, we, if, if he's still around. Your boy Le'Veon Bell,
1: bro. <laughs>
0: he's going to the Colts, dude.
1: He is an unrestricted free agent.
0: He'll be at the Colts or the Jets by, the, by, um, I, I by called, the draft.
1: I called Colts three months ago, and I swear to God that's going to be correct. They have a fuck ton of money, and
0: they need one more offensive star. Right. It makes sense, boys. It's going to make Marlon Mack not happy because he's been playing pretty well, too. Yeah,
1: but do you he's worry about not. what Marlon Mack thinks if you can get Le'Veon Bell? Fuck no. No.
0: Fuck no. Um, You want to give Nate a call? Call him, uh, bitch. We'll go over some awards. Yeah. We'll, oh, no,
1: my awards.
0: We'll call Nate. We'll give out our uh, season awards for Bengals players. Let's get this mug on the line. He is currently in fucking, like, Auburn cr- or some shit. He's currently sexting me. <laughs> he's sending you d pics right now of his dick painted in bangle stripes. That's tight. With uh, sh- <laughs> with it, fingernail polish. His asshole is spread, and he's got the the hole painted as the Bengals B. Just for you guys, we'll uh we'll post a screenshot of it. All right, here we go.
1: N E A K New England <laughs> Chowderhead Nate. What up, boys? What up, bull? Hey, man, do you like clam chowder? Hell yeah, dude! It's pretty sick.
0: Yo, dog, this is Happy hula Days. What the fuck was that, dog? Did you just get a notification?
2: My, my phone fucking vibrating, dude. That's hot.
0: You getting hot bangle bitches over there?
2: No, it's Nolly baby texting me. Oh yeah. Damn.
0: Hell yeah. So, uh, dude, we're gonna we're gonna give out our fucking bangles awards on this show now. Hell yeah. How yeah. So uh Oh yeah, my vag. What you been up to up there, dude? Working, uh, twerking?
2: N- nothing. No, I just had to drive up today. Uh I ate a red robin by myself for dinner. Did you get a guacamole sick. bacon burger? No, I got I got a different one, one of their like premium mm-hmm. ones, and it was fucking I love tight. the
0: guacamole bacon burger, dude. That shit's but the, fire. Dude,
2: the one I had had uh had like jalapeno relish candied bacon and uh, and avocado on it so you
1: know it you know used to piss me off we'd go to red robin and Brooke would get, like, a fucking chicken sandwich with, like, teriyaki sauce and, like, pineapple on it. I'm like, this, is a, you... God, this is a goddamn burger place. Yeah, why'd you even go to Red Robin, then? Yeah, what the actual fuck? And I... then get sweet potato fries. I'm like, God damn it! can I was... you stop embarrassing me? I was me?
0: thinking about fucking campfire sauce the other day, dude. It's so good. I'll stick my pecker in that. Isn't it sure. just, like, fucking mayo and ketchup and something peppery? And and that, and that uh, like, salty, like, sp- like spicy like oh, yeah. barbecue,
2: yeah. It's so Ooh. good.
0: That shit rocks, ass, dude. God damn. Jesus Christ, my dude. Vodka. Drink.
2: <laughs> I, I had to mute my phone, but also I was gonna. There's like a one of those, you know, like Twin Peaks bars, like sports bars oh, across the street from my hotel. And I was gonna go there, but it was so fucking crowded. I was like, no, nah, dude, a, I'm just gonna go sit by myself at a at a Red Robin on bar. A Thursday. Yeah, dude. That's it, weird. Was, it was thirsty Thursday, baby. I I went to go eat at like five o'clock, and it was just stomped out
1: they must have some. they must have some going on there it's college town
0: day.
2: dude
1: yeah well no
2: i'm i'm in like i'm in like fucking troy dude oh shit i work like What's tomorrow that? at like 11 in ann arbor i'm in fucking troy where there it's just nothing
0: nope no shit there buh yo so uh, i forgot to ask what would you guys do during the uh last two Bengals uh the last one, did we go to your house? Yeah, and that's when
1: Wiley broke my TV.
0: Oh, fuck, dude. We got to tell that story. Okay. The the, the second to last one uh, was the Browns one. Oakland. No, that was the last home game. Then we played the Browns at Oakland. Brown Browns. Oh, Brownies. yeah. We were getting when, our shit when, pushed
1: in again, and we almost... We came back and made it respectable.
0: When, when, when Baker I down Hugh, and they asked him about it, he said, I don't know what you're talking about.
1: is said, I don't know what you're talking about. He, I think he said, if he doesn't like it, that's
0: his problem. <laughs> you were right. I, hey, I have zero problem with that. I love that cockiness, and fuck Hugh. Yep. Straight <laughs> up. Uh, I went to a party in uh, Batesville. Oh, wait. No, yeah. It the, was so packed. The Browns got, one
1: was where me and Nate were texting back and forth,
0: contemplating suicide. Yeah, yep. I... I, Nate actually went to Buffalo Wild Wings after that. I went to a giant party, and I drank so much fancy whiskey and was so hammered. My mom told me my life is disappointing. That's fucked sick. up, dude. Cindy, that's brutal. <laughs> it was Brutes Magoots. Don't talk but, to Daddy like that. But it was sick. Joel had
2: his... Joel had his first experience of uh, (laughs) it, or mom, telling him he's disappointing.
0: Nate's like, I've been dealing with that for years.
2: I've been dealing with that since I was 18 years old, bitch.
0: Yo, but the Mass Free Woodford and other fancy whiskeys. Woodford Reserve. Was hella sick. And mom was, like, worried about me. She's like, you can't drink whiskey on the rocks like that. You're not Nate. And I was like, bitch, yes, I fucking can. Shut up, what? Do I look like a pussy? He's been hanging out with me long enough. He can. Do I look like a pussy? The, uh.
1: No, that was the game when we were down, like, 21-3. to I mean, they were like, this is just fucking sad, dude. Like, we're about to commit suicide.
0: That Landry throw was the last straw. That was, like, that was such a good throw, too, where I was just, like, I almost, like, threw my beer, like, fuck this. Fuck this fucking game. Fuck this team. Well, he couldn't do anything, dude. We
1: had, like, 13 yards of offense, and I was like, like, this is fucking terrible. This isn't even, like,
0: remotely fun to watch. Well, the Steelers game wasn't that bad. You want to recap that 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 part of the game, bro? We fucking the Bengals should have won
1: that game, my dog.
0: Absolutely, big
1: deaf daddy Driscoll can't make the plays. But here's what's going on. It's like I think we're down, we're down two points, three points at the time, and yeah. we're driving the ball. It's third and nine. We're getting all hyped up. We're screaming and yelling. My fucking son gets hyped out, too, and fucking throws this sound machine, this little plastic fucking thing, right on my TV, cracks the motherfucking LCD display immediately. And I said, right like, right on the right edge right of the, of the toy. And I said, because this motherfucker has thrown plenty of shit at the TV and nothing's ever happened. He half-ass wings this thing and it boop, he, fucks the whole he motherfucker got like,
2: up. He got like a spiral on that bitch.
1: Dude, I was so salty, but then I realized I didn't give a fuck afterwards. I'm like, fuck it. But the Bengals should have won that goddamn game. They let that shit slide through their fucking fingers.
2: You yeah, know, we we all steamed for a little bit and then we were all just like right back into the Well, game. then
1: the Baltimore game came on and the Steelers were going to get in the playoffs yeah. if Baltimore
0: lost. Right. And, and then, then we
2: were and then we were right back to normal once once Baltimore once once Baltimore handled business. We were all like, "All right, all is good." And they made And see, that's
1: that's the big difference between coaching. Because Baltimore's defense has talent on it. But that, that was all play calls. They made yeah. four perfect play calls to stop the Browns after getting fucked over by two calls. Those two calls, even though, the one with Perriman, where they said it was a catch, fuck no. When he was dragging that toe, he didn't have possession. No. And then the Landry and catch, e- I don't believe that's a catch. Sorry. Everyone has their opinion, even, but...
2: And even though they had gotten burned a couple times by bringing that heavy blitz, they still, when it came down to it, they were like... Well, the only way we're going to be beat them is Throw to stick quick. with our guns and keep bringing the fucking heat. And they brought the fucking heat, and CJ it held up. Mosley
1: did? Was the veteran? He was abandoned the blitz because he saw the quick three step drop
2: and picked that shit off. Yeah. Yep. But they, but he didn't. He didn't even have to stay in. They were bringing enough heat that he could pop back off of it and pull that read, and it was fine. We were talking about
1: available free agents. He's available. Talk about needing a linebacker that, that would be I about
2: Nina linebacker
1: that would be sick but yeah. no they made that's the difference like the Bengals couldn't make those stops at all this year and that's why we lost more games than we should have but Baltimore when the fucking game was on the line they made four great defensive calls and I was more impressed by the safety against Njoku didn't even play the ball just saw Njoku's hands ready to come together and he fucking broke it up at the last second
2: yeah he yeah. just read his hands he didn't he didn't see the ball at all and he did a great job of not touching Njoku either. He literally and, just put his hand right in the middle. And it's and it's how you have to play that ball. When a guy is bigger than you, what you have to do is you have to just read his hands. Because if you turn your body, he's just going to outsize you every single time.
1: And then everyone at fucking Heinz Field saw their season go to shit I loved with it. the
0: interception. I I almost came, dude. It was so sick. That was so tight. Them watching it on the field. Ugh. I love disappointment in Steelers fans' eyes. Yo, and I, nothing I, I, it's gets amazing. me off.
1: I know this is a Bengals podcast, but since we're talking about the playoff games, goddamn, the fucking Patriots spanked the Chargers, dog. Absolutely oh, smashed their holes them. in.
0: They reamed their holes real fucking. The, the, fi-
1: the final score doesn't do it justice of how bad it was when it was thirty-five to seven. No, that that not really at all.
2: shows you. That really shows you coaching because that game plan coming into that game was flawless.
1: They didn't let Phil get no. comfortable one time.
2: They knew exactly what they needed to do and they came in and did it without a fucking hitch. And the Chargers
1: finally got exposed for not having a run defense because Sony yep. Michelle made them look fucking stupid. And he's not he even did. that good of a running back. Yeah, and he's not even a pure running back.
0: Nope. No. <laughs> not at all. That shit's that shit's wild. I I can't wait for this AFC championship. Both these championship games, I'm expecting to be fucking awesome games.
1: We, we can say we can save our breakdowns for uh, beating cheeks on that one, but I just wanted to throw that in there. When it was 35 to seven, I was like, can they just turn? Can they just throw in the towel? This fucking game's over. Yeah, and it was 35 to
0: seven in the first half, I believe. Yeah, it was. It it was up there very fast. We were watching it, and we were like, "Wow, fuck this game yeah, already!" turn this shit off, bro. It was boring. And then, and then the Eagles
1: Saints game. Like when you look at the score, you are like, "Oh, what a what a dramatic game!" That game fucking sucked.
0: Yeah, that game was boring because the Eagles jumped out so quick, and then it was just a bunch of turnovers,
1: a bunch of flags, penalties, and then fucking Alshon Jeffrey dropping a fucking pass and I, that gets picked I off. I
0: told you the Saints were gonna fucking come back, dude.
1: The Saints,
0: daddy, it's true. Joel's Nostradamus,
2: dude. Oh, Alshon Jeffrey pulled his best Cody core, where it went straight through his hands, <laughs> right through the <laughs> so hands, gotten picked off. Like, it could dude. not have been a better pass, and goes right through the old hands, right through what, the mitts. You
1: know what's wild? I don't know if this is true or not, but I think that's his first uh, drop pass in the playoffs. He had Whoa. caught all thirty-six targets. That's
0: harsh. Damn. That's harsh, dude. Fuck. All right, you guys ready to give out some fucking awards? Go. Sure, right. dog. We'll we'll start we'll start on the negative side. Who's your biggest disappointment of the year? John Ross, easily. Oh, uh, I'm g- I'm I'm gonna. And throw- I'm, hold on, I'll 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 give a reason why.
1: Granted, he had seven touchdown catches. That's awesome. None of them mattered, other than the Colts one, the Colts uh, touchdowns. I would. He he, he he was the worst. He's the worst rated rated wide receiver um, that was eligible to be ranked with over 250 offensive snaps.
0: Yeah, um, but I'm gonna say there's a light there, so I'm not even gonna give him my honorable mention of, yeah, uh, I'm of ju- biggest disappointment. Not
1: not not saying anyone has to argue, it, but I'm just saying if you look at a guy that I was like, "Fuck, this is the year," you know, he's gonna he's not gonna have the sophomore slump. Here we go, bro. He he was the worst wide receiver in the league statistically.
2: Yeah,
0: so that's my pick. What about it? Y'all? Was like
2: right when he would show like any sort of spark. Then it would just go like right back down the toilet again.
0: Yep. What's your honorable mention? Who me? Yeah. Oh uh, shit. Um, you
1: know this is kind of this is kind of going to sound dumb, but Jeff Driscoll. Yeah. You know he uh, he really when he first came in in that Browns game, I was like, damn, Driscoll can play, and then he just wasn't very good.
0: Yeah. So. Totally. All right. Who you got, Nate? Who's your biggest disappointment?
2: Uh, yeah, John Ross for sure. Uh, yeah. It's like. Anytime he would come in and I'd be like, oh, yeah, we're giving John Ross the ball over the middle. He's getting some spark. And then he's going to get a nice like, long throw after he draws somebody in because he's getting some quick slants and shit. And then it would just fizzle right back the fuck out.
0: What about your honorable mention?
2: Um, I don't even really know for honorable mention. Anyone um, on defense? I-, I could give defensive for sure. Yeah, it's just but... anyone
0: who's your biggest disappointment.
2: Uh, probably Dre. Yeah,
0: I could. Dre for sure. I I can feel that. I I, I can't knock Dre that hard. He got, he got targeted for being the lesser of the three cornerbacks. So I can't knock him better in the
2: second half of the season too. Definitely. But that first half of the season, he looked like a fucking rookie. It was painful. Yeah. He was getting picked on by their second and third wide receivers. It was fucking insane, dude.
0: So what about you, Big Dog? I'm gonna go absolute opposite of yours. This it came down to two guys, but obviously I'm gonna say Vontez is my biggest disappointment from him being suspended to him not being able to stay on the field for him being out of shape. Yeah, it's an not, easy case to make. Not being able to even make plays when he was healthy. Uh, that's my obvious case. Like I love the dude to death, but I I think his time has come. I think he's washed up. I think he has too many concussions. We watched
1: the, we watched the full decline of him, at least of the, uh, at least on the Bengals, Right.
0: And then my honorable mentor would probably be Billy price. Honestly. Um, yeah, he, he sucked. He's the reason Andy got hurt he was hyped up way above honestly Trey Hopkins played way better at center than he did yep. all season. He made less mistakes. Billy Price made quite a quite the, a lot of mistakes. So. The
1: same thing uh, the same thing you said about there's a light with John Ross. There's you know, a the, light with There there's only one there's one light I see with Billy Price. Don't make him the center.
0: Right. Yep. Have move him move play him
1: guard tackle, which guard.
0: Have him play guard which he played his whole life. And have Trey play center because uh Yeah, he should Trey play right guard. Awesome. Yeah. Trey played phenomenal, which uh, will lead into my most improved, and I'm going to give that to uh, the most improved of the year. I'm going to give that to Trey Hopkins. Uh, True. I, I think he played great all year. He he, he probably might have been top two offensive linemen on our squad all year long, and he wasn't even an original starter. So I'm going to give him that, and then I'm going to give my honorable mention to Vigil, even though he was hurt or Vigil or Mixon? um, Vigil
1: was the only salvageable linebacker we had. Right. So
0: I would give it to Mixon, but he's going to win enough fucking awards Uh, on this, so I'm going to give uh, Vigil uh, the other most improved because he played really well when he was healthy.
1: My most improved, I'm going to go with. uh, I just had the
0: motherfucker. Oh, uh, Tyler Boyd. TB. Uh, Tyler Boyd. The same.
1: Tyler Boyd was a guy that coming into the year, you're like. Okay, he's just a name. He's gonna run some routes and be whatever. Ah, uh-uh, bro. He took every opportunity he had and fucking ran with it.
0: Yeah, I could call him a tie with, with trick. I said
2: he I would say the same as he's my most improved too, because he came into the season still as a solid number two receiver, but when AJ goes out and he steps up that big to be the number one wide receiver and really like steps into his own. You can't deny that he's the most improved. Like he, he he won me really quite a few, fucking stepped up.
1: He won me quite a few fantasy games as me well. Me too. Yeah,
0: I agree. Yeah, yeah. He's he's pretty much the unanimous one. I just wanna give Trey some a little bit of cred too, but uh Boyd Boyd really changed up his game from from last year. Early last year, there was the question like know, like Hey, is this guy actually our number people, two receiver?"
1: People weren't even drafting Tyler. I mean, this is fantasy. People weren't even drafting Tyler Boyd. Bro, he's going to go in the
0: first three rounds next year.
2: Oh, I I picked him up off of waivers this year. Yeah,
1: he's going to be a he's going to be a top three pick in fantasy football. Or oh, I'm sorry, top yeah. three rounds.
0: And he's already being called like one of the best uh, number two receivers in the in in the league right now. Dude, so. in
2: in both of my leagues, John Ross went in the top seven rounds
0: yeah i
1: i I never drafted him but i picked him up on waiver wires. yeah for me, Boyd's gonna be—he's gonna be a top thirty-six pick in fantasy football. Oh yeah, I yeah. would not
0: doubt it one bit. Es- especially with Andy's the quarterback, he's Andy's safety net like, now.
2: Oh, you'll, especially in the end zone, crossing the middle in the end zone, he gets so many targets. You in the will red be very—I,
0: you people will be very
1: surprised, but I will not of how close AJ and Boyd actually get picked next to each other in fantasy football. Yeah,
2: it—it's it, totally. going to be close because AJ is going to be like the lower end of the number one wide receivers. And Boyd's going to be, like, the very top of the number two wide receivers this year.
0: Yep.
1: Yeah, agreed. So so what's next on the awards?
2: Uh, Next up, uh,
0: I think this is probably going to be a unanimous vote because there's not many. But who do you have as Rookie of the Year?
1: uh Jesse Bates without a fucking doubt Absolutely. 100% Jesse Bates is a diamond in the rough he's going to be a top 3 safety in the NFL f- for the next not, 5 years
2: Not only not only does that dude have vision and coverage where they're letting a rookie just roam yeah, and letting single. him read the quarterback but also him top but also him stepping up and whenever they get through our shitty linebackers him stepping up to stop the run He's a fucking animal, dude.
1: Yo, when Marvin coached hall of famers like Ed Reed and he lets Jesse Bates as a, as a rookie play Ed Reed style safety, you know, someone's got talent.
2: Yep.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, that's a unanimous vote from all of us. Definitely rookie of the year. Um, there's uh there's not a whole lot of other uh, Sam Hubbard honorable mention for sure.
2: Yeah, of course, dude. Yeah, he good. he showed he showed a spark when everyone on our line looked dead as fuck this year. And honestly, if if I'm
0: Jordan Willis, I'm sweating uh, my spot because uh, Sam outperformed Jordan Willis all year long. Well,
2: uh, so- and it it was kind of the same thing as Dre though too. Like, like the rest of our line looked dead in the first half of the season, kind of, or like in the after the first two games in that middle lull of the season, everyone else looked dead, right. and Hubbard stepped up. And then, like in the last half or last quarter of the season, that's when Gino and Carlos started stepping back up again and started playing really well.
1: Hubbard and yeah. Hubbard and Lawson are going to be the two dudes that are going to get uh, the chances when it's third and sixth, and we need pressure. Yeah.
0: Absolutely, yep. I think Hubbard. Really quick, just- guys. I think Hubbard just has that hunger to be on the field and play. I think he just loves playing football. Also, a man rocket. What a handsome-ass dude.
1: Yep. He's he, also a giant motherfucker.
0: He probably gets mass mass hoax. Oh,
1: he gets so much puss, dude. Mass puss. All the,
0: all the who-day bees out there probably be hollering at him nonstop. I'm hollering at him. I'm in his DM <laughs> currently. You're hitting them DMs trying to get that meat. Absolutely, that meat. <laughs> all right. Now we move on to the big awards, dudes. Um, who's your defensive MVP?
1: Um, I'll start. You know, you, I know. Uh, I know what Joel's probably gonna say, but my defensive MVP. Um, I actually voted on the Beaten Cheeks poll. Uh, mine's Carlos, man. Carlos was the guy every game that you know. It may not show up in the stat book, but he was getting his hands on passes. He was getting sacks, and he helped Gino get a lot of his sacks. Uh-huh. The Carlos pressure let Gino get those sacks. Yeah. So I'm gonna go with Carlos. I think he's. I think he's our, our biggest personality on defense and the dude just, he's good at what he does, even if it doesn't show up in the stat sheet.
0: Yeah, who you got as your HM? I
2: still go i still go Jesse Bates. Jesse Bates. Whenever, so whenever cool anyone else in, in coverage was struggling, so say Dre's getting picked on, you've got Denard, who's, he went through a period of, which his bread and butter usually is, is tackling, and he was whiffing. He was trying to strip balls and was whiffing, and the only person that was saving them was Jesse Bates and sometimes Sean Williams. So the only person that played consistently enough through the season, like very well and acted like they wanted to fucking win, were Hubbard and Jesse Bates. So I'll give it to Jesse Bates. Yeah,
0: uh, I'm going to give it to Gino just by principle. He's our only pro bowler. He uh, started off... He started off the season so fucking hot. He kind of disappeared towards the middle, but he came back at the end.
1: Well, the he, problem is we were giving up so many goddamn passing yards. Uh, yeah, it didn't absolutely.
0: Matter. He 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 didn't even have the chance to to get the pressure then. So yeah, I give it to Gino. Uh, honorable mention: Carlos or Jesse Bates. Honestly, um, even Sean Williams would be up there. I put it on yep. the Happy Hooligans Twitter. Those four as. Uh, as a voting poll, and uh, let's see. So far, I think Jesse Bates is actually winning the poll. Our our, Twitter, safeties, so, as, so, our safeties as so, our safeties
2: as a whole saved us from probably being the worst secondary in the league this year.
0: Yeah, I agree. Uh, it really saved the secondary. Sean Williams also played fucking phenomenal. Yeah, all year. that's probably, what I'm saying. Bates probably his best year. Um, yeah,
2: they killed it this year. So
0: all four of those guys. Uh, they, I'll give an honorable mention
2: to
1: goddamn Nick Vigil.
0: Yeah, vi- dude, Vigil. He's
2: the only Vig- linebacker
1: Vig- that tried.
2: It if he, if he would have played Z. the full if he would have played the full season, he would have been like right up there if not beating Jesse Bates in my in my opinion. Definitely. He's the only linebacker we had that looked like he tried.
0: I could have yep. I could have put uh I could have put Will Jackson in there. Um but he he didn't really have any picks or anything huge this he year. Didn't but he didn't play as well as last season. But he, but he, he people he still didn't give did, up, he
1: didn't give up yards compared to what people think.
0: Yeah, people still didn't want to throw at him. So you could throw him in there. Um, I expect him to be in that category of our best defensive player next year. And to be fair so, though, the
1: the reason why he didn't have any picks is because a he didn't get thrown at very much, and all the yards we gave up was over the middle. I don't think yeah. against our linebackers. I don't
0: think our any of our cornerbacks had a single pick. Nope. I think uh, it was all safeties and linebackers and uh, defensive linemen.
1: Preston Brown, baby.
0: <laughs> he had like four, and he barely played. Yep. yep. Insane. What's next? Next is the big one, dude. Offensive MVP, and I think I know where it's all, all of us are going dog. with that. On the, on the count of yeah. three, let's all say
1: our option. One, two, three. Mixon. Oh yeah absolutely yeah, of course the motherfucker didn't even play a full season and still led the AFC in rushing yeah
0: didn't with even get bad, as many a, tu-
2: a bad line didn't even get as many touches as he deserved
0: nope. didn't even get a pro Bowl nod and then he finished yeah. he finished top five in the whole league yep and missed three games yeah missed three games too had a surgery in the middle of the season yep, yeah got his
1: knee cleaned up
0: that dude I, I I think once we bring in a new coach. He's going to turn into... Give my boy some yeah. passing he's, attempts, he's, dog. He's, he's going to be Todd Gurley number two in the
1: future. Give my boy some fucking passes out of the backfield. Because we still didn't do that enough. I'm sorry. Anyone that says we did, I don't
0: think we did. Because Gurley's rookie year? Trash. Nothing under fucking Jeff Fisher. He was, he was garb. Well, everyone
1: called him a bust. Yeah. Everyone was a bust that year, though. And now
0: he's the best player in the whole fucking league. Yep so uh i and do joke joe could easily be that um my honorable mention i'm gonna give it to boyd uh yep he's second Absolutely. most he's second most in votes he was
2: he's, He he was stepped our, up when when nobody thought that he could be a number one wide receiver he stepped up and proved that he could be plus AJ, like he outperformed aj
0: could have contended with with uh mixon as as the mvp of the offense if he stayed healthy because he had a great first half but like Boyd just played consistently well all season. There's times where he's shut down, but that that's just expected when, when you have but to he, turn into a he, number one.
2: Even in those times where he get kind of shut down, he would still come up with those big catches when even if he wouldn't have a big game, he would come up with those big catches when they need when we needed them.
1: I'm gonna give you an unorthodox honorable mention and I'll explain why. Um Tyler Eifert. Because when he went down, the tight end position died for the Bengals. Absolutely. Yep. So that's how valuable that dude was at tight end.
0: Yeah, he 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 could be in as a uh, as one of our, he's, bro. He, through the first five games, he was fucking incredible. He's he could be one of the most valuable players we ever had. He just hasn't had the the luck to stay on the field. And he needs to take care of his goddamn body, like, bro. Yeah. Why
2: why do you think we whooped the fuck out of the Ravens earlier in the season? It's just too Tyler Tyler we had him. Tyler Eifert. Yeah. and, and dude, Boyd played great and
1: that in no, AJ both. No played shit great. in that Falcons game where he got hurt, we fucking died in that game and we held on and won at the end. But we were smashing their asses and then and fucking he was
0: having a great game and then Eifert game. gets it's,
1: hurt and it, the whole offense stalled.
2: It's just how it just it doesn't matter how good Boyd and Ross would play Nobody opens up AJ like a good tight end does.
0: Yep. Absolutely. And uh and they and after that, they didn't even look at Uzama like hard hardly at all Barely, most of bro. the season.
1: I don't think I saw a game where CJ got more than four looks, four or five looks. Nope.
0: Yeah, and I, I and I think they're going to retain CJ just because he doesn't have health issues that a, Croft has. He's a fucking freak, He's our athlete, best option, dude. yeah. Yeah, he's he's great. I think they're going to retain him and Eifert, and I think they're going to let Croft walk. Or yeah. or they're gonna keep Croft too and let Eifert go, so I'm I don't know what to call on that. So we'll see what happens. What's the next award? That that's all of them, unless you guys want to like throw throw another one in there. Um, MVP, bro. All around MVP. Yeah, MVP. Uh, MVP of the team. Yep. Um, I'm gonna say Joe Mixon. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say AJ Green, dog.
1: Still go with AJ. Yep.
0: Yeah. He I put up a good Joe season. He missing. He's he's the obvious leader of the team. AJ is, um, but I I think we just had Joe longer, and I think he I think when Andy was out, he he carried the team a lot under and, under Driscoll, and he still had a lot of effort left in him. I, I mean, I things- guarantee AJ would have too, but I was just impressed with Joe the last half of the season not giving up, even though we were a trash team.
2: And one of the things I love about Joe too is how much like. Even when he was out and shit, and even when the team was like down and losing and shit, he's still just on Twitter just flexing. Like, I fucking believe in this team. Like, I'm with the Bengals 100%. Like, let's go out and get this fucking win. Like, he's just such a fucking gamer, dude. He's the best.
0: Yeah. uh, And I love what he said when they said, when they asked, what if Marvin doesn't come back? And he said, that call's not on me. We're going to do what we can to win games. He said, me and Sam come from, from, come from two of the biggest winning college programs. We're not used to losing. We're not going to lose very long. So, shit's going to change around here and we're going to be good. And I and I fucking trust him on that, so. Yep. I think uh I think him and AJ are pretty the pretty obvious two guys that we build around including Boyd.
1: AJ I just think single-handedly as an offensive weapon is just it, the, he doesn't get the re- he doesn't garner the respect that he deserves in the from, league
0: from the rest of the league yeah
1: he's he's so much better one on one 1v1 than most people are in the league like for for me right now Julio is the best 1v1 receiver but AJ's like or or DeAndre DeAndre Hopkins is the most complete receiver in the NFL but uh if you put it one 1v1 dude AJ does not come up on the wrong side of that very often
0: <laughs> yeah a lot of i mean there's guys, like, that get praise that deserve it. Michael Thomas. Quit, Nate. Quit. What? I can hear that. You can hear me, texting. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, beep, 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 beep. It's like making a, like, bottle noise. But, uh, My
2: kids, it's so I don't,
0: fucking... AJ doesn't get the praise, like, people like Michael Thomas and uh, Keenan Allen get. And I think he's better than them. No knock on those two. They're both great receivers. No, nah, he's above them. But I think AJ is more valuable to his team And just more athletic, like he makes more huge plays. It's it's one
1: of those things where, like, okay, this year DeAndre Hopkins I think solidified himself as the best receiver of this year. Yeah, but I I think if you talk about like body of work, Julio's one currently. I put AJ too, even though Antonio Brown's done his shit. I would take AJ Green over Antonio Brown.
0: Yeah, I would too, just because he's not a head case. I think Antonio Brown is just as good of a talent as AJ, (laughs) maybe better, but. He's a head case, he's a cancer in the locker room. AJ is like Well I take AJ too because of his size. I want that you, size in a receiver. Totally. You you need that. Some some receivers lack that. He doesn't. And also that AJ is just a leader. He's very dedicated. He's quiet. And he's clean. He's clean. Uh he's he's dedicated to his franchise too. You don't find that a lot. Larry Fitz is like the only guy that's like been dedicated to staying with his team for that long. And AJ's like that too. So you gotta love him for it. I mean
1: bro that's that stat of DeAndre uh, uh not to talk about him too much but that stat of DeAndre Hopkins uh not dropping a single fucking pass uh in double coverage is insane dude every it's time incredible. he was double, every time he was double covered he didn't drop a pass <laughs> that dude is unreal he's a That's like fucking that's like Julio receiver.
2: that's like Julio 2 years ago stats
1: because it's well people said even better people said about DeAndre the one thing that uh he had the well. There's two things he has that's hard to overcome. Is one, he just has a mentality. He's like, I'm gonna beat you. I don't give a fuck what your game plan is. I'm gonna beat you. That Chad Johnson mentality. And then two, they said he's got the fucking strongest hands in the league. Like if the ball touches his hands, he's gonna gar- he's gonna grab it. There's no there's no yeah. fans or buts about it. Yeah, I agree. And some weirdos just have that ability of where it, they, it's the
0: it's the opposite of Cody Core. Yeah.
1: Fucking DeAndre gets a hand on the fucking football. It's He's coming, coming down in. with it.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. Do you guys want to throw in any other awards in here?
1: Uh I'm trying to think.
0: Mm. I think we no, I think we covered everything. Do we uh can can you think like off the top of your head, like best play or something? Um Let's see. Best play of the season. It dude, for me,
1: uh I'm probably gonna miss one. But the best play of the season was us beating the Falcons with like seven seconds left because the Bengals yeah, for we, sure. We notoriously don't manage the clock well at the end of the game. And I, when we were watching that at your house, me and Nate were like, well, we're losing this game. Yeah. We, we fucked up. And then eight seconds left, Angie throws the perfect pass to AJ in the back of the
0: end zone. I was like, holy shit. Yep. That was it. Because uh, I, I didn't have a lot of faith that we were going to do it there because historically we didn't that's one of them. then uh then hubbard's Joel. interception touchdown to win the tampa game. Yeah. That was a big Walled one. Up. Yeah. Miami I was going to
2: say I was going to say if I had to if I had to throw one in I'd say favorite game to go to and I would say it's definitely the tampa game where oh, yeah. I showed up before the half that and game was just wild. all the dogs were there and then yeah. we pulled out the victory even though Fitzy came in and lit it up. That game was fucking sick, dude. Yeah.
1: Yo, when, when Fitzy came in, we were like we're in trouble. Yeah, we're a lot of trouble right
2: now.
0: <laughs> he knows. I got,
2: us. I got, I got lit up in the streets of Clifton before, or uh, the streets of OTR, like waiting for an Uber to get down there, and then got down there, and Joel was so fucking drunk already before the before the second half. Even. How many How many times <laughs> did you hit Joel in the chest?
0: I shot. Oh. oh, you were socking me hard, dude.
2: <laughs> I drank whiskey waiting for my Uber. And I was socking Joel during the game.
0: Yeah, dude. I I shotgunned a couple before we went in just because you weren't there. And then I, I think I did a, a shot with, like, Lance, too. He did a snooter. He did <laughs> oh, a snooter shooter. Oh, no, that was the game. I drank the homeless guy's Jim Beam. Oh, yeah. And, and my dad, dad was, yelled dad at like, me. He was like, no whiskey. <laughs> this homeless. This, I don't know if he was homeless. He
1: wasn't homeless. It was just some fucking. It was, grody-ass It was some dude. grody-ass
0: tailgater that was like,
1: yeah, Jim
0: Beam. I, I saw him carrying a bottle of Jim Beam like towards the trash can we like, You throwing that away? And he was like just handed it to me and I took a slug off it and dad was like, You, no more whiskey. <laughs> and I was like, shut up. It was uh
1: yo, was the Tampa game the game where we fucking hung out for nine hours afterwards and yep. I threw seven hundred yes. passes.
0: Yep, that was shirts off. Woo! Tossing in the tossing in the parking lot. Day. That was
1: wild, dude. I threw way too many passes and my body was very upset after that.
0: Dude, that was sick. Dude, I'm going to miss home games. Dude. I got to like, supplement that that feeling. By with, sucking like, my dick. <laughs> sucking you. By, by, by me. going to fucking Cyclones games and getting ham-dogged. True. Uh,
1: Except Cyclones fans are fucking posers, dude. Every time we've gone and they've won and we've tried to hype the crowd up leaving, they suck yeah A bunch of fucking clowns they don't act,
0: well cincinnati people don't actually know how. the only
2: the only time that's ever worked is when we went when i was in high school and they won the kelly cup and everyone was fucking hammered and really? like actually and actually like hyped we were riding through the fucking uh parking garage with our shirts off hanging out the windows of the car and yelling go psychos and everybody was freaking out it was tight oh, yeah
0: i always yell who day after they win <laughs>
1: The uh yeah, like I said, to, to wrap that uh, award up, I'd have to give best play the Andy throw to AJ in Atlanta, even though it was early in the season. That's a testament to how bad the middle of the year got for us. Right.
0: Yeah. Or or that uh, Geo touchdown where uh, Joe ran up and uh, like hugged him. Oh yeah, that was sick too. Yeah. There was that no. that game. That game was the game of the year. That was the most fun game to watch, probably. Yep. That or Tampa was too, Miami was too, but Tampa, no, that Miami one was the most impressive. That Tampa game was fun to watch, but there
1: was also like a good 35 minutes we were like, God damn it
0: yeah like, we're gonna throw fu- this one away
1: this is fucking terrible we're we've given up 490 yards of offense so far. i mean
0: the baltimore game on thursday night was the only one where we like blew a team out so that was fun to watch
1: right well dude that was the first time i've ever seen anyone in the afc north go up 21 to 0 on somebody in
0: a in quarter the first quarter yeah i was like wow this aj is had wild. three touchdowns in that first quarter right he, he did. Or did he have two and boyd had one no he had three because didn't we
2: sit in like didn't we sit in like the end zone for that game too
0: uh, I sat in the, the Miller Lite party deck with Brad.
2: Oh, yeah. Me, Gopher and Dylan sat in like the... Were, weren't you with us, Dylan?
0: No,
1: I was at home. I watched that game with fucking... Uh, with Brooke.
2: Oh, yeah. I, I was just really drunk with Gopher in the fucking end zone, like opposite of where we usually sit. Because I was at my parents'
1: house originally, and I uh, they scored quickly. They scored again. And I was like, all right, fuck. I'm going to get home real quick, blah, blah, blah. And I was listening on the radio like, AJ Green with another touchdown catch. I said, this motherfucker has three touchdowns, and we're... Eight yeah, minutes I was into just, the first quarter.
2: I was just high-fiving little kids the whole time. It was tight.
1: Oh, yeah, that was the one where you were yelling Ray Lewis murdered
2: a guy in the stadium. Yeah, I, every time every time I'd see a, a Ravens fan with a Ray Lewis jersey on, I'd go, hey, you know, Ray Lewis killed two guys, right? <laughs>
0: As you fucking should, dude. They need to know. They <laughs> need to be and, reminded. They got a motherfucking statue of that bitch up there.
2: And, and one guy goes, and one guy just goes, it is what it is. And I just went, All right, respect. It is what it is. <laughs> that's he he basically did that and I was like, <laughs> All right, respect. Everyone else just looked like pissed off, and this guy was just like, eh, you know what happens. And I, mean, I was like, the, all right. The cool. thing
0: is, is like, is that really an insult? No. You know He's I, a bad person, but he's one of the best fucking defensive football players that, ever. That's one of my
1: favorite highlights of Chad is when he tries to fucking block Ray. And Ray just lights his ass up. Yeah. And he, he's like he's like what? he's like, what the hell are you doing? And he's like, that was Ray.
0: That was Ray. I I thought I I could hit him.
1: (laughs) Like, bro, he's 60 pounds heavier
0: than you. What are you doing? God, Chad's Uh, like lightly 60 pounds heavier. Chad's so fucking funny. Like, he legit tries to block him.
1: Ray just blows his ass up. He's like, he's a big motherfucker. That was Ray. I thought I had him.
0: (laughs) You don't, boy. Like, You were kind of concussed there. Fuck. All right. Well, Nate, you got any shout outs? We're, We're hitting over an hour here.
2: Uh yeah, fucking shout out to Michigan having mango jewel pods still at gas stations. Shouts what out, up, Shout out
0: to Red Robin. What kind of beers? What? Are, uh, what, uh, what kind of beers are you drinking up there? Are you hitting the straws
2: hard? Uh no, I fucking hit uh two twenty four ounce twisted teas. I'm getting a little Twisties. twisted system up in here. Oh getting shit, a little twisted dude! Twisted system, dude.
0: Can you still give it a suck it?
2: Oh, I can still give it a suck it. I got a twisted system. I could probably pull a backflip right now. You
0: don't fucking break your pecs, dude.
2: No, but I've been on Twisteds and Labats, dude. I went to I went and ate at Red Robin by myself like you know I do.
0: Hell yeah, dude. You're a stones throw from fucking Canada. You gotta drink Labats or Molson's. Yeah, dude,
2: It's like my go to when I'm on the road by myself. I go hit up a red robin, get a burger, a couple of fucking Labat Blues. Come back to my hotel, hammer more Labatt Blues and some twisties.
1: Wait, my, my favorite play of the season was actually in the preseason when we played the Bills, and we threw deep to John Ross on the first play, and it worked.
0: Yeah, And then we never, did that, that and never so, did that again. That was so sick because he juked that guy out of his fucking shorts, dude. Uh-huh. Yeah, And then he quit. Yeah, it <laughs> And was, then he quit dude, like two games later. Yeah, he's like,
1: he's like, bro, I can't handle this.
0: Dude, that was so sick. It I was forgot the first play that. of the
1: game, and I was like, why don't we do this more?
0: <laughs> that was so tight. Yeah, we we totally should. Dude, Zach Taylor will get that shit going, A 65-yard pass to start the game. He'll get that ish rolling.
2: All right, but oh, on, but shouts out, sh- for real, Shouts out, Twisted Tea, Mango Jewel Pods, uh, titties. Burt, Burt's Bees, Chapstick, uh, Denty Nice. You know what you need to uh, start it's doing? It's uh,
1: cold out here for a pimp, dude. You, you need to start looking for a chapstick on the ground and uh, applying it on your own lips. <laughs> that's that, how that's, you get... That's, that's, that's the new risky
0: play. That's how you get Hell AIDS, yeah, dude. <laughs> dude. That's how you and get la- her. And
2: last and most of all, of course... Bad Baby dropped a new track recently. Bro, what she, a just, bad she, bitch. she just
1: signed a, a she just signed a makeup deal for nine hundred thousand dollars. Good
0: lord, she's she's tight. She's so sick. Bad Baby, come come on, beaten cheeks.
2: She's so sick, dude. She's the best.
0: What's wild though is I'm curious
1: uh, what her money scenario is like because she's. She's like old enough to work, but I don't know if she legally can make all these decisions. Like her mom or somebody's got to be signing these deals. Oh
2: no, she's she's for sure got like a hardcore manager. But have you seen recently how like how like some like Norwood people and shit have been hopping on the bad baby train now? We've been
1: we've been been on the bad baby
2: train, and I'm like, I've been on bad baby since day one, dude.
0: Yeah. Someone was like, "Is that the me outside girl?" I'm like, she is not reduced to that that anymore. That's old ish, mom. No, she is bad baby.
2: it's is that the Gucci flip flops girl?
0: Yeah, absolutely. That was what it, she is officially known for now, dude. That's her fucking cut. She's a rapper now. She's not a fucking Maury show, bitch. No,
1: fuck. Nah, bro. Bye, bitch. Then she's also she's also cooled herself down because she was getting in some silly ass drama. Where I was like, bitch, don't don't be in don't be the Instagram person. And now she's just like a real music. She's a real rapper musician now.
2: No, and now she's and now like when people try and start drama with her, she's just like. It's like, buy a um, hoe, I got money. I Like, I don't care what that fucking lower level hoe has to say. And I'm like, hell yeah, dude, you're tight. Get paid, baby.
0: Get paid. Hell yeah. That's us up. That is, was good.
1: You shouting out uh, fucking bottomless fries at Red Robin, dude?
2: Dude, I only got one level of fries. I wasn't trying to overeat,
1: dude. I get, I get ranch and campfire sauce, and sometimes I can't help myself with three or four orders of fries.
2: I don't even get campfire sauce anymore because I know I'll just eat too many fries. Like, this will be a problem. Yeah. So I just don't even do it. I'm just like, I'm going to fucking slap mad seasoning on my fries Ooh, and just eat the main seasoning. level. I love that shit, dude. It's fucking great. It's flyy. Joe, what the fuck are you looking up here, bitch? Uh, outro song. Oh, true. I ain't got no candy for you. <laughs> bitch, I ain't got no candy. Quit looking at me in my eyes. I ain't got you no candy for you.
0: All right, boys. There's a fucking hockey games on that I want to watch. Okay. And weed, I want to smoke. So.
2: Mm. Yeah, I got fishing videos to watch, you bitches.
0: Yeah. So, uh, word up. Um, shout outs. Fucking nothing, cause I hate everything. So, shout out sucking dick for money. You You been up to that? Trying to. up, out. Uh,
2: Shouts out to the yeah. people slugging on my floor right now.
0: You hear someone smashing?
2: Oh, I hear it right now.
0: Oh, dude, I'm gonna fuck on your new mattress when I get home.
2: You got new mattress, bro? Dude, I will straight up murder you. You won't when find I get it. home. If you do, you won't find out, dude. Oh, I'll know. I'll smell it. I'll dude. smell the
0: stink. I'll smell the nut. You w- you won't. My nut smells like fucking roses.
2: Dude, I know what your ass smells like. I'll smell it. <laughs> Thank <Stinky> you, <laughs> motherfucker.
0: Jesus. All right. Well, I can't find the song I wanted to play. That's fucked up, dude. Just resort to Paris Hilton. No, we did that last you week. You know the
1: stars are rainy. It's hilarious because Joel jumped to the middle of the song and it was the chorus. And I was like, oh, it's perfect timing.
0: It straight up was. Nate, when are you coming back so we can record Beaten Cheeks? Never. I come back
2: tomorrow, but I, I think You'll I have, have plans tomorrow. You'll have to call so. in again, bro. Well,
0: let's fucking do like Sunday night or something.
2: All right, if it's not a fucking ice
1: storm, let's do Sunday night. Um, well, I, th- I think we're going to be all right with that one, man. I think we're going to sna- stay in the rain snow shit from what I see.
0: I'll fucking come in the ice storm, dude. Uh, I think it's going to be another version of what
1: happened here this morning, where it snowed two inches and then it got 37 degrees and it rained and washed it all away.
2: Well, well, the thing is, is tomorrow it's supposed to be like... 40? It's supposed to be like 40, but then overnight it's supposed to go like to like... 17 degrees
1: no for sure there's gonna be snow that hits the ground and it's gonna be cold all weekend but i don't uh which is which is good we actually want to stay colder fuck staying around that 32 level bro that's where you get that sleet and that freezing rain fuck that ish fuck that dude. i'm
2: just i'm just worried about it because i gotta fly out on fucking monday monday morning and it's gonna be icy as fuck
1: Uh you'll be cool bro it's supposed to be clear all of sunday all
2: right sounds good yeah i gotta to go to charlotte with fucking gomer
0: Oh, the, with Big Daddy Jumer. Hashtag the fake queen city. We the real queen city Ooh, up in here. I thought you were gonna call go for the fake queen, and I was like, "What does that mean?" <laughs> he's a queen. Like,
1: he's a drag. Th- what if he was a drag queen, dude? He he's too ugly for that, bro. <laughs> I love him to death, but he could never be a girl. I
0: miss him. No, so, I haven't seen him since football season, dude.
2: I miss him. No. Yeah, you did on fucking New Year's, you dumb bitch. <laughs>
0: uh, I, I completely forgot New Year's, dude. Joel that blackout was, a, out drunk that singing, was a shit show, dude. Singing Rain King. Yeah, dude. Of course I was. I love Counting Crows, baby. Was good. All right, so the 2019, Year of the Who Day. That's it, baby. It's it's on the Chinese calendar, Year of the Who Day. Yeah, let's get to 10 wins.
2: Yeah, and then probably until the, like the season starts, we'll probably only do this like once a month or something. Yeah, for until sure. The draft until the draft at least.
0: The, the next the next important event is going to be the draft. Yeah, we we'll, we could do a short one once we sign a coach. Then we'll do a yeah. pre a pre draft post draft training camp. After that, we'll 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 probably have for a full sure. we'll probably have a full two or three months off for the summer. So unless some yeah, well, uh, big once, big shit happens, but
2: once the draft once the draft is coming up, we'll heat up for like. A while, and then we'll probably slow down during the summer, and then we'll heat back up once the season starts. But in the
1: meantime, when we ain't doing the
0: show, you fucking bitches know where to find us at. Yeah, holler at us on Twitter at Happy Hula Days. We and Beaten Cheeks will be out baby come on yeah listen to Beaten Cheeks if you haven't yet that's our side sports podcast if you like fucking hearing guys talking about jerking off and shitting correction and, Joel and it's not the side it's the main piece it's the main piece so like even if this you're, is,
1: you are listening to the side bitch currently
0: we, we hit on the Bengals and Reds on there and then we also hit on every other sports team we again. hit on every man we see yeah and we say a lot of gay shit but you know I mean it's all in good fun baby if you don't like equality I mean you're just <laughs> A bad person, right? I mean, what's wrong with a guy, a couple friends that are also guys oh, uh, re- making out? Not Real that. quick, how wild is it that
1: fucking Trump served them fast food burgers?
0: Oh man,
1: I I, saw I would that. be pissed. I no, saw that. Not, I thought it was
0: photoshopped, and I thought it was
1: the funniest thing on the planet.
2: He he served them fast food burgers, dude. Burgers, burgers. <laughs> he tweeted burgers. This Burger.
0: is my burgers, dude. And I told him He also fun- tweeted, Joe, I paid.
2: I, <laughs> I told Joel the fun, the funniest part of that is uh, after that, Shane Gillis tweeted, uh, Trump for sure has ass birders. ass birders.
0: <laughs> he is, dude, that that's a golden tweet. How is that that's not viral? I don't know. I, it's I, I, so gold. I got to retweet that. Dude, I'm Twitter famous. Joel's going to blow it up. I'll blow it up, dude. Hit the blow up. All right, Nate, give us a peace out. We're peacing out, too.
2: All right, I'm going to go piss in the ice machine. P- peace out, bitch. Seacrest out.
0: Peace,
1: yo. Trump is the ham derber
0: <laughs> He's an idiot, dude. I fucking hate him,
1: dude. It literally <laughs> he cracks a, me up. But it's, I a fun, it's a fucking, it's the funniest thing I've ever seen, dude. Of like, like, how did that,
0: dude? You know that food had to have been cold. Did oh yeah, and did you see what he was saying? He's like, uh, the th- these people from Clemson, they're uh, very big eaters. I I, b- I bought a lot of food. <laughs> big 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 people, big eaters. A lot of food.
1: <laughs> no, I'm, I would just be bummed because you know that food had to have been cold. Yeah, dude. It was brought in from if somewhere I'm going to
0: the White House. I want fucking catering, not fucking but,
1: McDonald's, but, dude. But you got to know, those dudes have had plenty of fun meals. And also, that's a historical thing that you can look back on and be like, bro, we
0: were the fast food motherfuckers at the <laughs> we, White House. We got, I was like, yo, you, he could have been classy and at least got a Subway party a
1: sub. <laughs> a couple six footers.
0: <laughs> yeah, come on. Come on, Trump. Come on, Big Daddy Donnie. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right, let's get out of here, dude. All
1: right, bye, y'all.
0: We're going out on a John Bruns classic because I couldn't think of anything else. So, uh, Oh, uh, true? Yeah, give us likes and stars. Also, uh, check out uh, Beaten Cheeks. We'll BC have a new one out pretty soon. Uh, keep it real and hootay, motherfuckers. Everybody roll, y'all. Check it out.